Coming up, Luka Doncic drops a triple-double, and Clay Thompson makes his much-anticipated return to the court. All that and a lot more coming up on Locked On Now NBA. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now NBA, local experts on the biggest stories on the hardwood. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Our Locked On NBA hosts are here. They're going to break everything down from Sunday night in basketball. Chicago Bulls saw their nine-game win streak come to a close as Luka Doncic and the Mavs knocked off the Bulls in our biggest game. Chicago couldn't get by a Luka triple-double, and Locked On Bulls is in to recap that biggest game. The Biggest Game. What's up, Bulls Nation? Matt Peck here from Locked On Bulls with your post-game takeaway. Well, the Bulls' winning streak ends at 9. They fall to the Mavs in Dallas tonight. 113-99 was the final. few factors for this loss for the Bulls tonight. Two of their big three, Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic, struggled with their shot. Those two combined to go just 13 of 38 from the field tonight. And the Bulls struggled to try to slow down this very efficient Mavs pick-and-roll offense. Vucevic had a tough night. He was pulled away from the basket a lot, got a lot of bad mismatches. And then, despite the Bulls leading by one at the half, just saw the Mavs pull away with some big shot-making in the second half. The Mavs, as a team, shot nearly 45% from behind the three-point line tonight, and that included Maxi Kleba having a career night matching his career high with six makes from behind the three-point line. All of that adds up to a tough road loss for the Bulls, who remain a game and a half ahead of Brooklyn for that top seed in the East. They play Brooklyn on Wednesday as the second night of a back-to-back before the Bulls will try to get back in the win column against the Pistons on Tuesday. For a full breakdown of this Bulls loss to the Mavs, check out our Monday episode of Locked on Bulls with me and my guy Big Dave, wherever you get your podcasts, Locked on Bulls, your team every day. The Orlando Magic lost by just two points to the Wizards as Orlando continues to play really well, but they're just not coming away with the wins. Locked on Magic recaps another near miss for Orlando. This is Philip Rosenreich, the host of Locked on Magic as the Orlando Magic fall to the Washington Wizards 102 to 100. Look, it's been a hard week for the Orlando Magic, an extremely hard week where they've had opportunities to win every single game they played, whether it was the lost lead against the Boston Celtics in the fourth quarter a week ago, the loss of the Chicago Bulls that went down to the wire uh, last week, uh, last Monday, the loss of Philadelphia 76ers on Wednesday, a loss to the Detroit Pistons on Saturday night, and then, of course, this loss to the Washington Wizards on Sunday. Orlando had the lead. They had a strong run by Terrence Ross, including 20 straight points in the third quarter, uh, helping set helping tie a franchise record that, that puts him with Tracy McGrady, another former Raptor. Um, but eventually, Orlando just not able to sustain their offense. Uh, look, this is a team that's not going to score a lot, and especially when Cole Anthony's struggling to shoot. They don't have many offensive options, and they'll struggle to get into the paint and, and get consistently good shots or set themselves up for consistently good shots. For a team that's trying to play with the pass or say that they want to move the ball, that ball gets stuck a whole lot. And, and some of you know Cole Anthony's certainly young instincts and, and worse uh, demons come out uh, in, in those moments. Magic, at the end of the day, though, couldn't defend. And at the, at the very least, they have to do that. This is a young team making a lot of mistakes. They're learning a lot of lessons late in games right now, and that's what young teams do. They lose close games, and the Magic are losing a lot of them right now. 
the losing streaks up to nine. The Magic back at it Wednesday against the Wizards. We'll have more on Locked On Magic later on. Carl Anthony Towns scored a season-high 40 points in Houston last night as the Minnesota Timberwolves got a big win over the Rockets. Locked On Timberwolves tells you more about last night's best performance. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Ben Beacon with Lockdown Wolves here. The Minnesota Timberwolves defeated the Rockets on the road by 18 on Sunday night in another dominant performance against one of the Western Conference's worst teams. Carl Anthony Towns had a season-high 40 points. He also chipped in nine rebounds, seven assists, and Jared Vanderbilt almost had a 2020 game. He had a career-high 21 points on 10 of 14 shooting. I think eight of his 10 made shots were dunks. 19 rebounds, four assists, two steals, and two blocks for Jared Vanderbilt, who continues to do his best Dennis Rodman impression for the Timberwolves, uh, Towns and Vanderbilt weren't the only ones that had great games. D'Angelo Russell was fantastic. Um, he and Jalen Noel took over the game in the second quarter when the Wolves took what was a, a, a modest double-digit lead and extended it to 20-plus points by halftime. And it was kind of shades the Oklahoma City game on Friday night where the Wolves held the opposing team at arm's length for most of the game, let them get it a little bit closer in the fourth quarter, got down to about 15 points, but ultimately won by 18 and uh, we're able to have a couple of minutes of garbage time there at the end. We're going to talk all about it on the post-game pod tonight, what the Wolves did so well offensively once again in this game, and also a, a pretty solid defensive effort in uh, what was a really fast-paced game. But but primarily, the offense was just fantastic. We're going to break it all down on the post-game pod. Make sure you subscribe to Lockdown Wolves for all things Timber. Now, the Rockets kept looking for positives, but it keeps getting harder and harder with every loss. After a big blowout loss to start Sunday, Lockdown Rockets tallies up the Houston side, of this one-sided game. A wire-to-wire blowout as the Rockets get absolutely throttled by the Minnesota Timberwolves. What's up, Jackson Gatlin here from over at Locked on Rockets. The Rockets' defensive struggles continue as they allow 75 first-half points to the Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns drops a 40-piece on the Houston Rockets. Christian Wood on the offensive end put in 17 of his 22 points in the third quarter, but by then it was too little, too late. The silver lining for the Houston Rockets, Josh Christopher, a new career-high 19 points, looking very comfortable. He is a certified hooper, an absolute bucket-getter. His progression has been a great sign for the Houston Rockets team, and he continues to look like an absolute steal from pick number 24 in the NBA draft. So we're going to break down all the action from this one over at Locked on Rockets. Clay Thompson finally returning to the lineup for Golden State on Sunday, and the energy in the building may have willed his team to a win over the Cavaliers, regardless of how he played. But Clay dropped 17, Steph had 38, and that led to a 14-point win for the Warriors. Locked on Cavs tells you their side of this game. Hey everyone, Evan Damerell here, co-host of Locked On Cavs of the Locked On Now Takeaway to the Cleveland Cavaliers Sunday night loss to the Golden State Warriors in San Francisco. The last few teams the Cleveland Cavaliers have played, including the Indiana Pacers, the Memphis Grizzlies, and now the Warriors, all play a physical style of basketball, and you're starting to notice as of late that Cleveland is getting worked on the offensive glass and giving up way too many second chance opportunities. Well, it really came back to bite them tonight against Golden State as Cleveland's head coach, J.B. Vickerstaff, stressed to the media postgame that that was one of the key reasons why the Cavs put themselves in a hole early and struggled to dig themselves out, as you have arguably one of the greatest shooters of all time in Steph Curry and Klay Thompson back on the floor as well. But I don't think this is the only reason why the Cavs lost. Hear about this and more on Monday's Locked On Cavs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. The Toronto Raptors came back late in the second half against the New Orleans Pelicans to win their sixth straight game. Finally feels like Toronto has things back on the right track and locked on Raptors. Tell us how they got there. 
Six in a row. Sean Woodley here from Locked On Raptors to break down the Toronto Raptors 105-101 win over the New Orleans Pelicans on Sunday afternoon in Toronto. And the big takeaway from this one is that the Toronto Raptors are really hard to beat when Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet are playing this well. Fred Van Vliet, of course, had that 37-point, 10-rebound, 10-assist game on Friday night, followed it up with 32-4-4 four four in this one. And then Pascal Siakam had himself 29 points, 10 boards, and 7 assists. And the way these two guys are playing off of one another is where the Raptors' power is really coming from lately. Pascal has kind of taken on the role of the second point guard for the team, in many ways the lead initiator in a lot of possessions, and that has helped Fred Van Vliet not have to have the ball in his hands all the time. He's freed up of the burden, and he's just flying around off the ball, knocking down catch-and-shoot threes with reckless abandon. He took 17 threes in this game, hit eight of them, and Siakam was behind a lot of the passes that led to those. And then you have Siakam, who's just been this brilliant, brilliant orchestrator of the Raptors offense, pull-up shooting, finishing around the basket, finding guys in traffic, whether it's big-to-big passing or kicking out for threes. And those two guys have really driven the Raptors lately. Look, it's been a pretty easy schedule for Toronto of late. They've played a lot of broken and depleted and COVID-ridden teams. This Pelicans team was really the most whole team they've played since they got their whole roster back and healthy just over a week ago. And... Of course, it was not like the easiest game in the world. It was a 105-101 victory. They were without Gary Trent Jr. Their offense was very sticky and close and condensed, and there were three bigs in the paint at any given time because that's just how the Raptors play these days. But overall, Siakam and Van Vliet, once again, continue to be the through line regardless of the opponent. Those guys are going to be tough for anybody to slow down right now, and I'll have more broken down about those two guys and more on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Raptors, so be sure to tune in. The Pelicans ended up losing on Sunday thanks to defense late that our locked-on Pelicans host thought was questionable at best. He explains more post-game. The New Orleans Pelicans lose to the Toronto Raptors 105-101. I'm Jake Madison, host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast and Locked On NBA. The Pels had enough offense to win this game. Brandon Ingram had 22 points. Jonas Valanciunas finished with 20 and 17. But late defensive miscues really hurt them. Fred Van Vliet, who absolutely should be an all-star and who had 32 points and eight made threes. Why? Late in the shot clock, are you doubling off of him and leaving him wide open? You can guess what he did. He drained a deep three before hitting one on the next possession in the Pelicans never recovered. It was a mistake. He should not be left open. They did. They lost the game because of it. For as much fight as there is in this Pelicans team, mental mistakes really still holding them back. As are absences, right? Absences in the lineups, but not the one that you're thinking of. Josh Hart was ruled out through contact tracing, and the Pelicans really missed his defensive rebounding. Toronto crushed New Orleans on the offensive glass. 15 offensive rebounds, which led to 24 second chance points. You're not going to win very many games without ending opponent possessions. So for more on the Pelicans and Zion Williamson and that whole situation, be sure to check out the Locked On Pelicans podcast. LeBron James moved into seventh on the all-time assists list and went 14 for nine shooting against the Grizzlies. But even all that wasn't enough to help the Lakers beat Memphis. Locked on Lakers details how L.A. wasted a huge game from King James. This is Andy Kamenetsky, co-host of Locked on Lakers podcast. And the Lakers fall 127-119 to the Memphis Grizzlies in a game that really was not as close as the score might indicate. The Lakers reserves made a run late in the fourth quarter that did prompt Memphis to put their starters back into the game, but the win itself was never really in danger. In the meantime, LeBron James, 35 points, 14 and 19 from the field, three of four from behind the arc. The rest of the starters, 22 points, 
combined. And Russell Westbrook, who looked extremely unhappy after this game, just seven points on two made field goals. And it kind of illustrates how the Lakers, while they'd been on a four-game winning streak and were starting to look better and look more consistent, still have a pretty big gap between them and the best teams around the league. A lot more to get into, so make sure that you are subscribing to the Locked on Lakers YouTube channel and that you're making Locked on Lakers your first listen wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for making Locked On now your first listen every day. For more on the association and your team, make sure you check out Locked On NBA and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.